0: Tuning you in now, the all-new LBX Daily Show, brought to you by the LBX Collective, your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll with your hosts, Christine Beer and Brandon Wiley. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of LBX Daily. We are in episode number three. So uh, I I would normally say we are your hosts, Christine Beer and Brandon Wiley. But uh, unfortunately, uh, Christine is on her way back to Canada. So it was fun to be able to do the first two episodes with her here in the studio. But uh, she's on her way back to to her hometown in Calgary. And uh, so I'm rolling solo today. So anyway, let's jump right into it. Um, So you've likely received our email. And uh, you know that we're trying to build a community for LBX. E and FECs, and these first podcasts are our first way to build and engage with this community. Uh, just to quickly explain to all of you newcomers, the, the LBX Daily is a lightning quick 15 to 20 minute pod video cast highlighting some of the most fascinating things happening in the LBE industry. And uh, in the first part of the show, which we call the rundown, we touch on some of the interesting topics and stories we've seen over the last 24 hours that we think are worthy of discussing. And then we top it off with our very own musings on an industry-specific topic, and we during uh, we call that the ruminations portion. And since the idea is to create a community here, uh, you know, the whole idea is to get people to share ideas and connect. And we post this rumination on our Discord channel after the podcast and ask you to join us there to provide your thoughts and your feedback and uh, maybe some other ideas and counterpoints. And and let's just start I an mean, engaging discussion. And this means me to the biggest point. So you know, what, what the hell are we all doing here? Uh, this show isn't just about us yammering away, or in this case, me just yammering away. We're working on building a community and we're calling it the LBX Collective, the Location-Based Experience Collective, a place where industry professionals like you and ourselves can connect, interact, engage, inspire, and celebrate our collective triumphs. Uh, So if you haven't already done so, after this podcast, head over to our website, lbxcollective.com, and there you can follow us on social media, you can tune into our shows, and most importantly, you can join the Discord community. All right, let's get rolling, shall we? Uh, so today is uh, is National Kinetic Sand Day. Yeah, all right, National Kinetic Sand Day. That's exciting. Uh, so if you guys have ever played with kinetic sand, it's pretty miraculous. Actually, it's 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 a lot of fun, and um, it's it's a little bit bizarre too because it, it's like doesn't it like your hands or don't get sandy, and it will hold its form. And uh, it actually is really good for your know, museums and interactive play and you know those types of location based uh, entertainment venues. And you've probably seen sometimes there's there's the tray, and then the kinetic sand is filled in there. But what's cool is then you can actually have projection mapping that shows down down on top. And it becomes, you know, water and mountains and valleys. And you can actually mold it. And as you mold it and you get higher, there's different tel- colors and textures and things. And so in this case, it looks like a heat map. And in other cases, it actually has waving water. And so there's a lot of really fun things you can do with kinetic sand. I and mean, you can get really crazy with uh, black lighting and different colors. And you can see here here is like just a big, giant room filled with kinetic sand. And again, they don't get sandy. So that's one of the beautiful things about this, uh, this kinetic sand. So happy National Kinetic Sand day. I didn't know that there was kinetic sand day. Uh, I didn't know that there were brands that actually had days other than like, you know, um, may the fourth be with you and you know, some of those things. But you know, I don't know if there's like a national Crayola day or whatever. But anyway, um, moving on to the next topic here and the rundown, we've got the International Adventure and Trampoline Park Association. IATP used to be just the Trampoline Park Association. Their annual, their eleventh annual conference and trade show is scheduled for September tenth through the twelfth. So it's coming up soon. And if you want to attend that event, it's supposed to have thirty educational sessions. And it would actually be at the Kalahari Resort in Round Rock, Texas. So very centrally located this year. Uh, Tickets are only $299 for uh, IATP Park members and $599 for non-exhibiting supplier members. So obviously, if you're an exhibitor, uh, then you're going to pay a little bit more or a lot more. Uh, I'm not sure. We uh, haven't been to that event in a little while. So uh, you can sign up at IATPEvents.com. That's IATPEvents.com to go and get signed up for that. Uh, All right. And so the next thing on here, I just recently was reading that Evo, uh, they're a a big cinema entertainment complex uh, brand. They have six locations across Texas. They're opening three more. Um, And so, and they actually have two outside, well, one outside of Texas and Virginia, and then one opening in in Nashville in 2025. But uh, they're opening a new location in San Antonio. And this isn't quite a rumination, but it still is worthy of maybe throwing out your thoughts on the Discord channel. I'm just a little bit confused because Santico's is already really well entrenched in San Antonio. Santico's is also a cinema entertainment venue and, and, and complex. They also do just do cinemas on their own, but then they have a couple of big entertainment complexes and they just seem... Seems like having been to San Antonio, it, it's big, right? It's Texas, so it's big. Um, they have the animal. They have lots of stuff there. It's a it's a great town, beautiful town, um, or city, really. But it just seems like way too much saturation for cinema entertainment. It's literally the exact same thing as San Ticos. It's cinema. It's bowling alleys. It's arcades, and uh, and then food and beverage. Right, so it's it's the exact same thing as Cinco's, and it just seems like that maybe trying to squeeze in to a market that uh, maybe oversaturated now. And so, we just love to get your feedback and, and insights uh, you know, around what you think is too much saturation, not just for cinema entertainment, but you know for other attractions, trampoline parks, or go karts, or you know whatever attraction you might have um, or, or venue you might have. I'd love to understand how you think about your uh, your saturation there. Uh, all right, so next up we have. Uh, we actually have Blue Loop 50. So if you guys are familiar with Blue Loop, that's a it's one of the main newsletters that that I certainly read every single day. But it comes out and usually a couple of topics, and they're based in the UK. But uh, they actually do this thing for one of their award ceremonies. They call Blue Loop 50, and that celebrates the work of 50 key individuals whose creativity, passion, and drive has helped shape and improve the attractions and in, in entertainment industry. And so they're opening, the nominations are open right now for people that have Blue Loop 50. They close on September 4th. So you still have a little, a little less than a month to get your nominations in. But uh, I'd highly recommend if there's somebody that you feel like is worthy of uh, getting you know, one of those top 50 individuals this year, uh, please go to blueloop50.awardsplatform.com. Again, that's BlueLoop50.AwardsPlatform.com, and we'll post some of these links as well in the Discord. But I, I definitely would recommend that you, if there's anybody you know, you want to get that in early so that you can you know, work on a really good application. Uh, all right. So last thing on the rundown that we're going to cover today is is actually it's it's um, there's a 501 Darts augmented reality. So if you're familiar with darts, that's a reference to um, you know that is that is a reference. I'm going to share my screen, so just might take me a second to get this here. Um, this is a reference to a type of uh, darts, and so um there's 301 there's 501 there's cricket there's a different bunch of different games but what's cool about this is uh this is augmented reality darts and um and so I'm going to I'm going to make this a little bit bigger here there we go. So you guys can see it. Um, and so this is, uh, you can see here, it's a, like a big panel. There's this projection screen. They're using steel tip darts. It is not plastic. Um, and and it's very accurate. And have, they have lots of different games, all really based around the central dartboard uh, options. You can see some of those things there. Um, really uh, you know, impressive as it, as it breaks it down around that dartboard. And again, this is a real dartboard. So you are throwing it at a dartboard. And then this is just a, a screen. Um, that that goes around it. So like you are interacting with a real dartboard, steel edges, and everything else. So very much like real darts, but adding an augmented reality and auto scoring component to it. Um, anyway, they've been open at Boom Battle Bar in Liverpool, and they just installed the first location here in Glenwood, in Vernon, New Jersey. Or excuse me, at the Glenwood in Vernon, New Jersey. And so it's the first one here in the U.S. And uh, and so I, you know, I thought it was uh, it was pretty cool. I like it. It's based around standard darts, uh, and so that's interesting too. But I think what I also like, uh, you know. I had a chance to see these guys. Uh, this is Lasertron. So those of you who are probably familiar with uh, the uh, you know Lasertron laser tag system, and um, and so they came out with and and I saw for the first time they were they're actually fully functional at Bull Expo this uh, last June, and it's actually a full corkboard wall and and it's projected and then they run projectors and you can play actual real darts too but it's it's a projected dart board so it's not a physical dart board um but it's just another alternative so i think what i like about this is with the whole social competitive side of things uh, things like this are, are really beginning to pick up uh, you've know, got darts coming back obviously we've had axe throwing you have mini golf you have like all of these things that are really adding another technology layer to it um, to games that have been around for a long time or tools that have been around for a long time right darts. Um, they have different games where you can throw at balloons that are floating up and you throw in your pop in the balloons and they have other types of things. So Lasertron's doing a great job. And I really like what uh, the the 501 AR is doing as well for their Smarts, they call it. And uh, Lasertron calls theirs their crazy darts. So go ahead and hop on over and check that out. So moving on to the rumination. Um, I thought th- I thought it was really interesting. So some of you have seen, I'm sure, the Van Gogh uh, immersive experience. You walk into a room or multiple rooms, and, and there's projection, and the projection mapping on the walls is, is changing, and it gives you a chance to experience that art. Um, and and they, they've done Van Gogh, they've done uh, Da Vinci, and they've done uh, I think they've done Monet, and and probably even Monet, and and so they've done a number of these. Uh, it's done by a company called Well. There's other companies that do it too, but Lighthouse Entertainment. And uh, or excuse me, Lighthouse Immersive Entertainment, and Lighthouse Immersive also has partnered with Disney, and they do some other things there too. But they recently have gone through some some trouble. They've had to file bankruptcy, and they're they're going through a restructure and a recapitalization. They are keeping some locations open, but the the, the thing I wanted to to uh, maybe have a little discussion on Discord about was there was an article that was written in the Guardian, and you know, okay, Guardian. Um, they they basically made a comment, and the whole article was pretty snarky around. Um, How they basically took away the appreciation of art by just creating technology and projecting them on walls, and that you don't, you shouldn't need all that technology. So, like one of the, I'll I'll take the quote here: "We never needed gizmos and expensive tickets to enjoy great art. If the fetid lighthouse immersive is ailing, that's no bad thing." So, uh, obviously, they're excited about the fact that this company, who's provided you know immersive experiences to. Uh, millions of people is failing, but um, their whole concept and the reason for that, the, the writer's reason for that is that they don't feel that the art should be appreciated for art and you should be able to go and just appreciate that art. And while I myself personally love art museums, I, uh, I'm not sure I, I, I didn't feel right about that. Uh, I feel like if this is a way to expose younger generation or Others who maybe can't get to where uh, you know Van Gogh is hanging on a wall, or can't you know get to a location where you know I can see an original Monet or see the original Mona Lisa, um, because I can't fly to Paris into the Louvre, uh, where I'm probably not even seeing the real Mona Lisa anyway. But anyway, um, the like I, I think if if that's the, if this is exposing people, a greater population to art through an immersive experience, I think that's a good thing. Um, that's, that's my take anyway on it. And so uh, anyway, I, but that's, that's my take. So I would love for you all to, uh, share your thoughts on that front. And, and to that, uh, to that end, um, would love for you to join our conversation on the L- uh, LBX collective discord. And, um, you know, so that's, uh, I guess that's that's it. So we've reached the end of you know the, the end, this is end of my first solo LBX daily. Uh, but we don't want it to end here, obviously. So we want you to hop on over to our Discord channel, uh, share your thoughts on today's rumination and uh, maybe even the past ones, which we posted out there from the last two episodes. And we'd also love to get your feedback on this specific episode. Tell me if I totally sucked, and any requests for future topics or burning questions you would like to ask the community. And speaking of community, we really want to get this thing rolling, uh, help us spread the power of LBX Collective by sharing the link to the Discord server or these episodes with your buddies and and your other peers and other industry pros. Tell them to head over to lbxcollective.com and join the most amazing community ever. Until we meet again, our fellow LBXers, keep being extraordinary. This is BW signing off. Stay tuned and keep kicking ass.